There we go. Time for some coffee. I like coffee. It tastes yummy. And it helped me wake up. Right, cat? Right. It's ready. It's right here. Freshly poured. Here we go. It's three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. It is the sixth, right? I'm going to assume it's the sixth. Hey, Google, what's the date? It is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020. Yeah, October 6th. I checked, and then I second-guessed myself. Because I forgot what the checking said. You ever look at the clock and look down and not realize what time it was? I had an English teacher in high school who had all these tricks. He liked to, he liked to catch us on things all the time. And whenever somebody would look at the clock, actually, no, not whenever, it didn't happen that often, but someone would look at the clock and he would pick on them by saying, what time is it? And they wouldn't know because somehow we do that. It's just, I guess, a nervous thing or whatever. But as I looked at the clock and started to look away, I heard him change his tone and it startled me and I realized, oh, he's probably gonna ask me what time it was. So I was able to answer him and that bothered him tremendously. He was used to being the smartest person in the room. And he wasn't when I was in the room. I hate to sound arrogant in saying that, but he had all these tricks that he tried to lay on us because we were kids and they weren't that hard to figure out. So, at least in that context. He respected me for it. But then he left with like a month left of school to go be a speechwriter on some political campaign. He didn't finish out the school year. I was like, oh, you are never going to be a teacher again. They are not going to hire you after pulling this crap. So. But he got me to think creatively. I, I've got some good memories of, what was his last name? Dow? Mr. Dow? He told us that there were no original ideas, that everything had already been thought of. Maybe not the method to implement it, but the, the concept. And I've thought a, a lot about that over the years. Because where does it, where do you define the edge of an idea? If I conceptualize of a car without gasoline but I don't have the understanding of battery technology or regenerative braking or solar. Can I not imagine that? Is that, is that the full idea? Is that qualify? What about a flying car? Is it with propellers and rotors or is it with jet engines or is it with some technology that we haven't developed yet? Where's that, where do, where do we put the edges of that idea? I don't know. Well, 
How was your Monday? My Monday was pretty busy. I worked from, I mean, do we consider this work? Sort of. I was at my desk at eight. And I worked through the day and finished up. I, I had more I needed to do and just couldn't wrap my brain around doing being at my desk any longer, so I went to Panera. Even though that burned an extra 30 minutes of my life, you know, 15 minutes each way. Went to Panera and worked for an hour. Had dinner there. And then drove to the gym for a little bit. So, seven. So I did a good 10, 11 hour day. A long day. Today's going to be pretty similar. Because you know what today is? Today is the first Tuesday of the month. You know what we do the first Tuesday of the month? Whistlecake Live. 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Facebook. That's where it is. We've got new stuff. We are constantly iterating with that show, finding slight ways to improve it, slight ways to bring you something that's more interesting, more exciting. And it's happening tonight. So, um, you know, it's funny. Here we are. This will be the 13th time we've done this show. And shout out to Gabe for all of his help in putting that show together. And when we first talked about it, because I think... Did I do the first few myself? I think I did. I don't remember. My apologies to Gabe as to when he came in on this process. No, I, I think he was there at the beginning. Because I'm trying to remember all the content and I don't remember coming up with any of the content. So he must have been there from the beginning. Anyway. We talked about how the show became might be similar to an evening show. You know, your, your late night, your tonight show, stuff like that. And for those of you outside of the U.S., these are shows on anywhere from 9 to midnight in the U.S., and they all have a pretty similar format. You know, there's a, there's a host at a desk, and they make it fun and funny, and sometimes they bring on guests and talk about things and... It's just, it's, it's kind of a variety show sort of thing. And they're popular. And the goal from day one was always, how do we kind of capture that? Knowing that we have such a limited staff. As in, two people. And one of them's on screen at the time and can't do a lot. We've changed a lot. We now run everything through a piece of software. And... We've gotten good enough at incorporating Zoom into that. And we've got a, a much more visual show. It used to be basically this. But it's not this anymore. It's, there's a lot more to it. And we've already got plans for not only tonight, but next month and the month after. How do we take what's working and, and keep improving on it? I mean, what's more martial arts than that? So I hope you'll tune in. I hope you'll check it out. If you want to see some of the subjects that we're going to get into, you can find the Whistlekick event titled Whistlekick Live for tonight. And you can also make sure you are following Whistlekick on Facebook. You'll get a notification that we've gone live. And if you can't make it, it'll show up tomorrow. 
here on YouTube tomorrow night. Of course, you won't get to participate. It's half the fun being live, as you know, if you're watching this live or have watched this show live. And then it'll make it into the podcast rotation as an audio file coming up. So, What else happened today? Got a, got a recording with somebody today. Uh, lots of miscellaneous stuff. Cat gets acupuncture. I thought she was getting acupuncture last week, but I was wrong. This week. But I've just got a ton of work to do around here. Got pots that are plants that need repotting, but that's not going to happen today. Because I went to buy some more plant pots, and Home Depot had massive ones for like fifty bucks, and that was it. I don't want $50 plant pots. I'll find some. I might have to shuffle some around. Are you grunting or purring? She's purring. <sighs> Let's see what you all contributed. Comments, questions, quotes. I think that really covers it. Stories. We're getting a lot of uh, suggestive spam on the channel in the comments section. I don't know what to do about that. Actually, I do. I did turn that off at some point, didn't I? Wow! Look at all these look at all these quotes that are useless. Uh, not, not you, Frank. I'm sorry. Look at all these comments. Look, it's all, it's all this. Can you see that? Can you see that? Clearly not coming from the same person or anything. I don't understand the point. How does that lead to anything worth, worth the time? I don't know. Okay. Today we got three quotes from Frank coming out of Zen and the Martial Arts. It's the, it's, if there was a Bible to being a martial artist, it's that. That would be my first choice. And I don't mean in a religious sense. I just mean something that contains a lot of wisdom that is worth passing down. My hope is the martial artist handbook over time improves enough to be worth comparing. It'll take some time. But we'll get there. Constant iteration, right? A man is born gentle and weak. At his death, he is hard and stiff. Green plants are tender and filled with sap. At their death, they are withered and dry. Therefore, the stiff and unbending is the disciple of death. The gentle and yielding is the disciple of life. Thus, an army without flexibility never wins a battle. A tree that is unbending is easily broken. The hard and the strong will fall. The soft and weak will overcome. Lao Tzu. When I read something like this, it, it, it becomes really easy to, to stick on certain words. Weak. My suspicion is, through the translation, it's not really weak. That weak is maybe the most commonly held translation of whatever that word is in 
would be Mandarin, Mandarin, Chinese. My guess is it's something closer to soft and fluid, soft and flexible, soft and yielding. And I think those words were already used in there. Our stories, our movies, television is full of these villains that are big and strong and seemingly more powerful than the hero. And how does the hero win? Creativity, perseverance, using their opponent's strength against them, things like that. Whether we're talking about martial arts or day-to-day -day life or business, being creative, being flexible, being open, these are all important things to succeed. Maybe not even to succeed, just to continue tomorrow. Where did I catch this? This was on a podcast, wasn't it? I saw a podcast recently where somebody was talking about a business, being in business, and that if you had been around in business for 10 years, you'd probably figured out a way to, to make it last. That you'd probably come up with something. And what struck me about it was Man, I wish I could remember where this came from. The person reading it clearly understood business well enough that they, they didn't even focus on the part where you had to adjust and change a bunch. This has happened a lot. There's, in, in entrepreneurship, it's sometimes called pivoting. You know, how do you pivot? How do you shift from doing one thing to another? What are we doing right now at Whistlekick? We're putting our resources into the programs because people don't really need sparring gear right now. And we've been getting our butt kicked on uniforms and some things, other things like that. So if we can get things rolling well with the programs, we'll have the money to do other things and kind of build the business in the way that we want. Doesn't mean we're not going back. I want to go back. But we keep making these adjustments. There was a time when I had I don't know, five or six full-time people working on things. And I think now we have the, the full-time equivalent of two. Big difference. Big change in payroll. Big change in the economics of the business. We're almost profitable from month to month. Almost. Not quite, but almost. Why? Because I've made a lot of changes. And we will get there. And once we get there... We'll keep finding new and other creative ways to move forward because that's what we do. And that's what we do in life and that's what we do in sparring and that's what we do if we're attacked on the street. If your desire to succeed is strong enough, you will find a way. If it's not, you won't. And that applies to anything. We are a resilient species. Human beings are the most resilient species. That's why we've been able to accomplish what we have. 
One day it was announced by Master Joshu that the young monk Kyogen had reached an enlightened state. Much impressed by this news, several of his peers went to speak with him. We have heard that you are enlightened. Is this true? His fellow students inquired. It is, Kyogen answered. Tell us, said a friend, how do you feel? As miserable as ever, replied the enlightened Kyogen. It's an anonymous story or quote. We think of enlightenment as something that changes who you are, what you are. Um, but it's a, it's a level of understanding. And of course, I'm speaking on this academically because I'm certainly not enlightened. I would like to think I'm further along on that path that I once was. And so maybe I can infer a little bit. Whether you're, you're talking about meditation or other things that are basically meditation, <laughs> sitting and contemplating, martial arts can certainly be meditative. There's, there's something to be said for that level of understanding of yourself, of the universe, of the connection between the two. But it doesn't mean it opens up these doors where you, you're no longer unhappy. It's more an acceptance of where things are. And if you want the best authority on the subject or the individual, I think, expresses this perspective the best, follow the Dalai Lama on Twitter. The Dalai Lama's on Twitter. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, don't read the replies because they're full of jerks because it's Twitter. But it's worth following. I saw, I've probably shared this, I'll share it again. I saw the Dalai Lama speak in Central Park, one of like three times I've been in New York City. And there were 10,000 people there. And I could barely understand the translator because the audio wasn't great because it was covering such a big open space. And But it was still one of the most peaceful places I'd ever been. Everybody was just great. Long lines for the porta potties, and everybody was just chill. There was, his presence was undeniable. It's pretty powerful stuff. I'm not Buddhist, but I've got a, I find a lot of wisdom in Buddhist philosophy. And I think he's a pretty cool guy. All right. What's next? Last one of the day. Shout out again to Frank. Thank you, my friend. To win 100 victories in 100 battles is not the highest skill. To subdue the enemy without fighting is the highest skill. Sun Tzu. That's your first time hearing that quote, but you know my work. You've heard that concept before. The only way to win a fight 
truly want to fight is to keep it from happening. I would go so far as to say, if you have the opportunity to avoid the fight, to defuse the fight, to keep it from happening, and you do not choose to, if you choose the violent path over the nonviolent path, you have some work to do. It's, that's the path of ego and arrogance, and that's not what martial arts is about. And unfortunately, there's a strong contingent of martial artists who want to play with their toys their techniques and they're so desperate to they're willing to fight when they don't need to one of my proudest accomplishments is that I have been able to diffuse every situation I've been in I hope that continues it is statistically unlikely that I will get through the rest of life well Let's put it this way. I'm in my 40s. Managed to do it up until now. Maybe it'll continue. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's all I got today. Good stuff as always. Thank you, Frank. Thank you to you for watching. Thank you for your support. If you want to support more, you can get one of these mugs or something else at whistlekick.com. Use the code FIRSTCUP15, save yourself 15%, or contribute to the Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash whistlekick. Join us tonight for Whistlekick Live, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Facebook. You can ask some questions or see what we got going on. It's fun. Let's put it this way. The people who show up tend to show up every month. That says something. It says that we're doing something right. It's the the... The industry term we might use is sticky. It's keeps them coming back. They like it. Just like this show. People who watch this show tend to keep watching this show. What else? I think that's it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. 6.30 a.m. Eastern. Have a great day, everybody. Peace.